0: Greetings and welcome to the Redeeming Love Bible Broadcast. My name is Phil Duddy, Evangelist with Grace Baptist Tabernacle of King, North Carolina. Glad to have you with me today on the program. As always, feel free to reach out to us at RedeemingTheLost at iCloud.com. And uh, today on the program, we're going to start looking at two things that sort of go hand in hand. They go hand in glove, whatever metaphor you want to use, but they are very, very close with each other in the Christian life. And, and that is prayer and the work of evangelism, prayer and the work of evangelism. They both go hand in hand. And uh, in a way, um, if you look at it practically, if you look at it in terms of day-to-day experience, um, they they affect each other, and they play off of each other, and um, they sort of feed into each other, uh, but um, prayer uh, goes with evangelism, evangelism goes with prayer, and they affect each other uh, to the point that uh, some people throughout history have said... Um, um, you know, show me an evangelist and um, show me his prayer life, and I'll tell you how powerful uh, that person is. I'll tell you how impactful. I'll tell you how influential that person is in terms of reaching the lost uh, with the gospel. Uh, but amen, we can all agree that uh, the Lord actually does uh, call us to pray, and um, Scripture calls us to pray without ceasing. And so, prayer is something that is very, very, very near and dear. To the heart of God and we're going to start taking a look at that here on the program today and we will be in Luke chapter 11 to do just that Luke chapter 11 starting right in the first verse of the chapter and the word of God says this and it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place when he ceased one of his disciples said unto him Lord teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. So the he here is Jesus. And hallelujah and amen. The Lord himself, uh, and we see this throughout the Gospels, the Lord himself prayed. Uh, there were times in which he withdrew himself from the multitudes. He withdrew himself from, the mul- from even his disciples, and he prayed in those times. He prayed, and uh, this is another one of those times that the Lord is in a certain place, and uh, the Lord was praying, and when he ceased, one of his disciples comes up to him and he asks them. And, and he approaches him as Lord. And that is very, 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 very key. Uh, he approaches Jesus as Lord. He approaches Jesus as one who possesses supreme power, one who, appre- who possesses supreme authority, and and this is how this disciple comes up to Jesus and he asks him, you know, Lord, teach us to pray. Teach us to pray. Lord, from your position as authority, from your position as, as the one who holds supreme power in all of creation, through all of creation, over all of creation, the one who created creation, and the one who sustains creation. Lord, teach us to pray teach us about this thing called prayer and and prayer is one of those things i mean let's be honest um uh, uh you, you know it's it's commonly done in a lot of churches, it's commonly done, even as part of, of, of a lot of different church services. Some churches, um, um, you go in, and before the pastor starts to preach, uh, there there's this moment in which the pastor prays. Um, in other churches, you know, some churches have prayer meetings, and uh, you know, Amen. Me personally, I think we got to get back to more of that. We need prayer meetings, uh, congregational prayer meetings. But that's another sort of a side issue there. But you know, be that you know, be as it may. And you know, some churches you go in and they have these prayers that are written down. And the congregation sort of reads the prayer together. Uh, the prayer of that particular day, the prayer of that particular service. And so prayer is around, you know, you might say prayer is around. And and we understand from Scripture that that we are called to pray, you know, even to the point where Scripture says pray without ceasing i believe that's at the end of first thessalonians pray without ceasing and so prayer is very very important to the heart of god and um you know may we be as this disciple who comes up to jesus uh, this disciple he comes up to the source you might say he comes up to jesus who is the word made flesh jesus who is the only begotten son of god and jesus who who is lord and this disciple says, "Lord, teach us, Lord, teach us, teach us, teach us. What is prayer? What is it? You know, Lord, um, I, I, you know, I get the sense that it's more than just talking. I, I get this sense that it's more than just asking questions. I get this sense that it's more than just asking for stuff. But, but you, Jesus, uh, you." from you know as supreme authority as supreme sovereign as king of kings as lord over all lords lord i want to hear it from you i i want to hear it from you i want you to teach us how to pray i don't i don't want us to try to kind of guess what prayer is. I don't want us to try to kind of figure it out. I don't want us to try to, you know, maybe figure out if we can say the right things and if we can say them in the right way and if we can say them in the right order or say them in the right, right language or say, you know, but but I want to hear from you, Jesus. You know, you know prayer's more than this talking. Prayer is more than just warm, fuzzy feelings. Prayer is just more than heavy, sad feelings. For, you know, but, 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 you know, what is it? Lord, teach us to pray. He, you know, he wanted to know. And, and hallelujah, friend, we need the Lord to teach us to pray. And hallelujah, we have scripture. And scripture says so very much about this thing called prayer. And uh, just even the word prayer, looking at it in the English language, um, prayer, uh, you can define it as asking with earnestness, asking with zeal, as for a favor, as for something desirable, uh, now what is earnestness and what is zeal? Earnestness, intensity of desire. It is intense. Uh, the, the the object of prayer, that which is asked for, uh, that which you that which you go to God with, and you ask God. Uh, that there's this intensity of desire involved. Uh, it's fixed. It is worthy of attention. It's, it's serious. And there is an intensity about prayer. There is a passion about prayer. And zeal itself, you know, I kind of get ahead of myself, uh, but zeal is passionate heat. It's defined as a passionate sort of heat in pursuit of something, in pursuit of a desire. And so just on, on a very, very fundamental, basic linguistic level, uh, prayer, you know, Scripture starts to unfold. What is this thing called prayer? Um, it's it's asking. Uh, you know, and there's this position of humility, and there's this position of faith, uh, because just as this disciple approached Jesus, and he approached him as Lord, and he also approached him as someone who who is and was approachable. Uh, This disciple walked with Jesus. This disciple talked with Jesus. Uh, This disciple um, um, heard what Jesus said and saw what Jesus did. And this disciple knew that he could approach Jesus with this question. He could approach Jesus with this desire that Jesus teach them about how to pray. And and he knew that Jesus was approachable. He knew that Jesus was going to say and and he was going to do something in return. You know, there, there's this relationship and there's this relational aspect to prayer. And hallelujah, if you're saved, hallelujah, if you're born again. Uh, friend, you know, Scripture teaches us uh, we've got bold access to the throne. T- scripture teaches us uh, to pray with faith. You know, indeed, without faith, it's impossible to pr- please God. And and indeed, you know, the double-minded I shouldn't you know, they shouldn't expect to receive a thing from God, honestly. Uh, but, but we go to God on the basis of who He is. And uh, we go to God on the basis of who He has made us to be. Uh, because we are saved, we are born again, our sins are separated from us. Uh, that which is undesirable in the eyes of God, that which is abomination in the eyes of God, that which, you know, God is set to pour out his wrath upon, God has separated us from our sins. And God says, you're, you're welcome. God says, you're, you're, you're welcome before the throne and to come to before the throne with all boldness. With all boldness, with your earnest desires, with your intense desires, uh, with the things that are serious to you, uh, with your fixed desires, the stuff that you're pursuing, and with passionate heat in pursuit of those things. you know, friend, you know, you know, and I hope you're getting the picture here, and you know, we, bear, we haven't even gotten into the Lord's Prayer yet, uh, but friend, you know, I hope you're getting the picture that prayer is not this sort of lifeless thing, prayer is not this sort of rote thing, uh, prayer is not this sort of passionless thing, and prayer is not, it's not a matter of trying to say the magic words uh, that'll finally get God to look your way, and get God to, um, you know, drop a sports car, drop a billion dollars, you know, you know, prayer, you know, it's not about that, and it's not, about fulfilling your lusts and scripture is abundantly plain upon that um, you know Jesus himself taught extensively on that you know asking in his name and whatsoever you ask in my name you know that you know you know the father will do that to glorify his name but you know that's another teaching that's another time but prayer is not the key to satisfying your fleshly lust uh, prayer is not the key to satisfying your sin. But rather, you know, as as we're going to see, prayer is not prayer. Prayer is not this sort of rote, dry, dusty, moldy, boring thing. But prayer is full of passion. Prayer is full of relate. It arises from this relationship that God has established in you. That God has established with you. Um, prayer arises from that. you know that you know the blood of Jesus is is the very foundation itself. and the blood of Jesus is the very foundation of prayer, the Holy Spirit inside of you. Hallelujah and amen. you know you talk to God and God talks to you, hallelujah and amen and that's not a weird thing. Uh, but, but friend, you know prayer is anything but lifeless. prayer is anything but boring. Uh, prayer is anything but you know something that you fall asleep doing. Prayer, you know prayer is anything but that. But prayer is, is full of life. It's full of vitality. And it arises, you know, just as this disciple walked up to Jesus, it arises from you taking a godly desire and, and going before God and asking and asking and asking and asking. Um, but, but friend, that's how prayer and evangelism They they go hand in hand. Now, friend, it's it is abundantly clear from Scripture, you know, even by, by 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 Jesus even standing there. The only begotten Son of God, whose name translates to Savior, it is abundantly clear from the word of God, hallelujah and amen, uh, from the word of God, that God wants to reach people, uh, that God wants sinners to hear the gospel, that God's that God's method of dealing with sin, hallelujah, hallelujah and amen, it starts with Jesus. It starts and it ends with the gospel. It starts with Jesus, that God, he's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to re- this thing called repentance. Uh, He's not. He's not willing, you know, friend. uh, You know, we understand. You know, God. You know, there is a hell. Hell is abundantly real. God has a wrath upon sin and sinner. He does have a just and holy and passionate wrath upon sin, and at the same time, he he loves the sinner. And he desires that the sinner be saved. You know, and and what's his methodology? What's his way of doing that? Uh, You know, it's through the church. It is through the church. It is through the you know, hallelujah and amen. It is through the church. It is through individual believers who are in unity with other individual believers in local churches around the world. And all of those churches are gospel preaching churches. All of those churches have, you know, at the at the top of the agenda, you know, we gotta reach the world for Christ. And friend, it is it is a task. That if you engage in the work of evangelist for 30 minutes, you will find that in your flesh, you are not up for the job. Yeah, you will find, hallelujah and amen, you're not up for the job. You know, and I don't say that in sort of a, a belittling way, but it's, it's true. Uh, we cannot talk people into getting saved. Uh, we cannot talk, people. We cannot, you know, you can present very good logical arguments. You can present very good theological arguments. Uh, you can present very, uh, some very good economics, some very good social, um, even some very good psychological arguments um, as to why we need God in our lives. But friend, you know, um, the best you can do is win an argument. And that is the best that any of us can do. And some of us, you know, we we can't even really do that too well. Uh, but friend, you know, we need God. Uh, we need God, you know, if we're if we're going to have an evangelistic impact. We need God if we are going to see our neighborhoods uh, turn around, um, if we're going to see our states turn around, if we're going to see our cities turn around, um, if we're going to see our nations turn to, you know, if we're going to see people turn to God, um, if we're going to see, you know, uh, not only revival in the church, but but an explosion of evangelistic work uh, that comes out of that revival. Uh, But friend, uh, you know, that's how prayer and evangelism go hand in hand, and we have that humility that we, we cannot rely on our flesh but here's who we can, rely on. we can rely on. We can rely on the power of God. Uh, we can uh, rely on the Holy Spirit. We can rely on the gifts of the Spirit. We can rely on anointing. We can, uh, we can rely on calling. We can rely on walking in the will of God. And that's where the prayer comes in. Hallelujah and amen. Uh, That's where your direct access, your direct line to God, if you will, that is where that comes in. That is where, you know, coming to God with a passionate desire to reach your family, uh, with a passionate desire to reach the students who are right around you in your college, with a passionate desire to reach your community, to reach your neighbors, and uh, to reach your city, and uh, with a passionate desire to see God's Word preached nationwide, internationally, worldwide. And with that passionate desire to reach a million people for Christ, with that passionate desire to reach them one person at a time individually, hallelujah and amen. You know, everything is personal about evangelism, and every everything is personal about prayer. But, but prayer feeds evangelism. Prayer feeds the evangelistic work. Uh, prayer, you know, hallelujah, you ask God to bless it. Hallelujah. You ask God for the resources. Hallelujah. You ask God for the boldness. You ask God for the utterance. You ask God for the Holy Spirit insight into that person's life while they're sitting across from you having a cup of coffee and the word of God comes across your lips and you watch how, and you watch the impact that just the name of Jesus has. You know, friend, you know, it has been well said that the most precious thing you will ever handle in this life is the human soul. The most precious thing that you will ever speak to is another soul. And the most precious thing that you can possibly say to that other soul is, hallelujah, Jesus knows you. Hallelujah, Jesus created you. He made you. He loves you. And he wants you to be saved. Uh, He wants you to be saved from a devil's hell. He wants you to be saved. He wants all things in your life, all things about you, to be made new. He loves you. The most precious thing you ever hear is the gospel. And friend, you know, um, know, friend, I dare say we can't do it without prayer. Uh, you, You cannot be an evangelist unless you're a person of prayer. Because friend, you need God every step of the way, not just in your own life not just for yourself, not just in your own household, even though we do, hallelujah and amen. You know, those of us who are fathers, those of us who are husbands, those of us who are wives, those of us, you know, those of us who have children, those of us who take care, and those of us who have parents still living, uh, friend, you know, we need God at every step of the way. And the good news is we have God. And the good news is if you are saved, if you are born again, then hallelujah, this is all you know, all things have been made new in your life. Hallelujah. You are no longer a slave to your sin. You are no longer a slave to your flesh. But hallelujah, you, you have Jesus. You have the risen Lord. You have, and what did we say? You know, go back a few minutes in this podcast. Supreme power and authority. And he's alive. And he loves you and you are in Christ, and he is in you. You are your beloved's, and your beloved is yours. Hallelujah and amen. That is done. At the same time, there's this humble recognition that as we walk through this, as we, you know, and I, you know, and I say it in our church, you know, you you charge hell with a water pistol, and you watch God make that water pistol a fire hose. Amen. Uh, But friend, um. We, we need the power of God here. Uh, not in sort of a hokey, you know, hocus-pocus, you know, magic, witchcraft, occult sort of way, but, but the real power of God as described by Scripture. And hallelujah and amen. Prayer is such an integral part of that. Because you take your godly desires to the lover of your soul. You take your godly desires to the God who loves you to the God of your salvation, to the solid rock, the firm foundation that your feet stand upon every single day. And you take your passionate desires up to him. And you talk with him about them and you ask and you ask and you ask and you ask, you know, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Hallelujah and amen. You know, we we go on into the Lord's prayer. uh, But thy kingdom be done. And friend, that that is not a thing that that you can do apart from salvation. I mean, in reality, to, to, to actually set aside your fleshly desires and to say, God, with all love and with all faith, Thy will, thy will. You want to reach these souls, God, I know that. You want to reach this world, I know that. You died and you rose again so that whosoever trusts in you shall be saved. Hallelujah and amen. And I'm going to pray for more harvesters to go into that field. I'm going to pray for more workers to go into that field. And God, I want to be one of them. I want to be used in that great work of reaching souls with the gospel of Christ. And so hallelujah and amen. You know, but, you know, as we um, sort of end today, um, we're going to look a little bit more in this into this relationship, you know, in the next broadcast. Um, but, you know, as we end today, you know, Christian... I'd encourage you, friend, search the Scriptures. Look at prayer in the Scriptures. Look at evangelism in the Scriptures. And you will find uh, that that both of them are not only in the will of God for your life, in the will of God for the church, uh, but they're also there's this precious relationship between the two because both of them so naturally arise from a relationship with God. Hallelujah and amen. As the Scripture defines it. Uh, but friend, uh, and that's what that'll be where we end the first broadcast, and uh, I want to thank you so much for listening today. I want to invite you back uh, to hear our next broadcast. It'll be more on this same subject, and I hope this has been a real blessing for you. I do encourage you, uh, please look at um, uh, look uh, look at our website. Um, uh, we are Ministry of Grace Baptist Tabernacle, and you can find information about our church at gbtministries.com you can find contact information for the church please feel free to reach out to us there and also if you want to reach out to us directly here at the program redeeming the lost at icloud.com is by far the best way to do that uh, but friend may the lord richly richly bless you and i look forward to talking with you again soon